We Like Dota is brought to you with the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Yol Draven, Ninja Skelts, Samson Magnuson, RX Cowbell, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Beandob, Monster, Icebug, Spenguin, Titus Andromedon, Dank, Zynuson, Dolly Kauschef, Paul Turner, Jeff Peterson, Kruger, Javier Latoplay, Wisp, Zeke, and Straw Cab, whose name is backwards backwards, by the way. If you'd like to join the list of patrons, head on over to WeLikeDota.com and follow the links to our Patreon. We Like Dota episode 320 starts now. Welcome, listeners. Hello, Internet. Uh, I'm Jim, your host of We Like Dota episode 320, and I am joined by Arian. Yo, what's up, Jim? How's it going, Arian? Pretty good, pretty good. How was your uh, Christmas? Uh, it was good. Pardon me while I just knocked over my microphone within like 40 seconds of starting <laughs> the recording. Um, it was really good. It was super chill. We just had my mom over. We quarantined beforehand. She quarantined. So there's only one person we saw. Um, did a big family Zoom. I got uh, good toys. I got – how about this for uh, for some uh, big boomer vibes? You ready? Yeah, hit me. I got slippers and pajamas. Oh, that's pretty cool. And I was, I was very excited about both. I don't think that's a boomer thing at all. Like I after probably like – being 17 or 18, I started getting excited about getting socks. <laughs> I think that started yeah, at a right? pretty young age. Socks are great. Like, good socks? Can't beat yeah. it. Uh, nice. All right. So you're happy with your gifts is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And my kids seemed happy with their gifts as well. How about you? Um, I celebrate with my family, obviously. Our household also only got uh, enlarged by one person. My sister came here on the 23rd and left yesterday, which was Sunday the 27th. Um, oh, I'm kind nice. of ashamed. I just had to look that up. Yeah. Um, we spent it with my sister and you know my mom and my dad. We watched the entire lot of the Rings trilogy. Oh, nice. During the Christmas days. Uh, so we watched the first one on first Christmas day, the 25th. And then on the second, we watched uh, the second and the third back to back, which is like six and a half hours of uninterrupted Lord of the Rings, you know, with some pee breaks, obviously. Um, in yeah. terms of gifts, I got a ring from my sister that has like a bear's paw, which was pretty cool. But we're probably going to have to return it because it's a bit too big for my finger. Huh. Uh, I also got a bathrobe, which was, was because I think I've been using, I think that's kind of disgusting to say, but I'm prob I've been probably using my old bathrobe for like five years or something. That's way You're too good, long. Good, don't worry. Um, and then I got a lot of Swiss chocolate also from a good friend of mine and like a very nice blanket that she brought from China. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it with... It with gifts. I got a lot of, I got like three books, but I don't know if this is something common, but what my mom always does is if she wants to read a book, um, she just gifts, uh, gifts them to me and my sister for Christmas and then she borrows them and <laughs> reads them even before we read them. So I got like two books that my mom kind of wanted to read and I'm not really that excited about, it. but you know, what can you do? Nice. Yeah, we kind of did that too. Um, my daughter got uh, some avatar graphic novels mm. and uh she sat down and read them on christmas day uh, and then her older sister sat down and read them on christmas afternoon uh and then they gave them to me <laughs> so i could read them <laughs> very nice yeah so uh have you been playing some dota i have actually um during the christmas well, all right sorry say the lion room how did it make you feel ah uh, So Dota made me feel, I guess, average this week. Um, my team mm. in the We Like Dota League, we had an off week. 
because the group B uh, group stage ended already while group A finishes their matches. So we decided to scrim uh, one of the teams from group A. We scrimmed Syncats, I think last season mm. when we played them in playoffs. They two owed us, uh, and then in this scrim we one one them. So in the first game, mm, I was a morphling. Uh, so we had last pick, thankfully, and I was laning against Modsters Death Prophet. And you know, Death Prophet like almost all the damage she does is like over time and very gradual. So I was like, all right, perfect opportunity for a morphling pick and. My lane was a blast, to be honest. Um, yeah, oh, really? Morph yeah, Morphling has a really nice attack animation. I killed Modster at minute five the first time. And then I killed him, like, literally one minute later. Like, he TP'd to lane, and then I killed him again immediately. Almost. Oh, nice. Um, and then he got his Grimstroke to cry and gank me. And I actually killed both when they tried to gank me. So... At minute, like, 13, I was 6-1, and one, just vibing, farming. Uh, the other lanes went pretty well as well. We had Ursi on PA. Uh, we had a offlane, a Baden, a Lich, and an Ogre. Uh, by the way, thanks to Juvu for summing for us that match, because our four-player couldn't make it. Um, yeah, had a good time in that match. We were owning pretty hard, and then we threw one fight super hard, where we, like, lost four heroes, and they didn't get anybody. Because... I was, like, farming very fast, and I got a super early E-Blade. But for some reason, I don't know why, every move I tried to make with that E-Blade just, like, failed miserably. And I died two times uh, after having a really hmm. good start. Oh. So, yeah, um, we were kind of throwing, it felt like. But then I just made the call to do a sneaky Roche, uh, which we did get. And then me and Abaddon, we soloed Roche while the other three heroes engaged in a fight bottom lane. And, like, while they're fighting, we finished Roche. And I could TP bottom and just clean up. And from that point, the game was just like super over because I had a very good game. Ursi had a very good game and their course didn't have any farm compared to us. So yeah, that game was pretty nice. Um, we threw a bit, but what would be a, you know, backtrack boys game about throwing a bit? Uh, second game, <laughs> we didn't have last pick. I was originally intending to go Alina mid because I wanted to try that for a long time. Um, but then they picked Zeus, and since we already had a Snapfire, I decided to just go for the Snapfire, um, because I don't think Lina matches up that well against Zeus. And that game was kind of rough, because they had their Divine player on Alchemist, uh, who had a really good lane. Yeah. And our lanes went well. Like, I killed Mil like, one time. Uh, our Klings was having a very rough time, though. Um, huh. So we just felt really pressured to make moves, because this Alchemist was getting bigger and bigger. And... We, like, intended for this Klings to become super huge to just, like, shred this Alk. But Ursi, he had a terrible time. Jesus. Um, we... I got my eggs, and then we, like, smoked on them. But, like, every move we tried to make, they already kind of knew what was going on. So every initiate we made kind of just made things worse. And then after, like, three failed initiates where they wiped us, uh, the game kind of felt already over because the Alk had, like, a million items that was shredding our base. Uh, right. Yeah, right. those were the scrims. Uh, besides that, I played in a I played a bit of ability draft uh, this week, oh. and I played overall four games of ability draft. Three of them were very terrible, um, <laughs> and one of them went seventy one minutes. And I was having a good time, but that was a really toxic game. And we got <laughs> megat. And then they tried to, like, finish us off three times, but they just couldn't. Like, we kept holding. Um, and then in the end, we won that game, which was very satisfying. But, yeah, that kind of sums up my weekend order, I guess. Uh, how about you? Feeling very average. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I've won a bunch of pub. We lost WLDL last night. Classic. Um, congratulations to uh, Team Play Soldier Team Name. They 2 owed us pretty good. Um it was fun, though. They're nice guys, including Straw Cab, uh, Prater, Neil, Zals, um, and Threkvia. Uh, nice people. It was a fun time. But uh, I guess like, the, uh, the big thing was my teammate, uh, Extravagant Trousers, a.k.a. Mr. Fancy Pants, uh, ended up in like a random pub. He was solo queuing one night with a bunch of like these Canadian guys. And I guess they won, and they went on to uh, 
stack and they invited him into their discord and then later on that day or, or the next day i logged on and, and pants was there and i was like hey what's up on play and he said oh let me check this other discord and they had eight people waiting for an in-house lobby mm-hmm. so we joined and uh it was just like these nice canadian boys they had very, very thick canadian accents um, they were very nice again on brand. I didn't hear anything offensive like the entire time. We played two games, uh, two full five v five in houses with like just nice people, and it was a good time and very everyone cool. was supportive. Yeah, it was wild. So I I posted in their Discord about uh, Theme Thursdays, and I said as our as our amateur league, um, Peter's off. Uh, they'll pick up again, and, and some of them seem pretty enthusiastic about it. Uh, it was fun. Those were those were two pretty fun games. Recruiting the show. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just strange, like to be invited into like a whole large group of people who played Dota, and, and there's like no toxicity at all. <laughs> uh, I was like, what is this? It was honestly one of the like it must be what when people like show up to we like Dota and they're like, you know, why are these people not you know being racist at me? Um, no, yeah, it, was, it was it was super good, super nice. And then uh, I got to play some of the seven two eight heroes, uh, some of the ones that were like buffed or changed in seven two eight. Mm. I played Clinks. Um, my Clinks game apparently went better than Ursi's Clinks game. Oh boy! Uh, from the way you described, I it. mean, like I I gotta correct myself here. Uh, Ursi's lane went very well, but because. Ursi's lane went very well, but because they had a Zeus, like he just mm. got owned in the later stages of the game. No, that's fair. I, I can see how that happens. I uh, I had to go mid in a pub. I thought I would just pick Clinks because he's like kind of easy mode mm. um, in like the laning phase, and I'm not much of a mid player. And I ended up against a Witch Doctor mid. Damn. Yeah, I couldn't. Or I shouldn't say couldn't. I ended up not killing him solo. Um, I probably could have played a lot more aggressively, but I just like from wave two, I just like forced him behind his own tower, and he had to live there for the next like eight minutes. Mm. Um, yeah, it doesn't it seem went nice really well. Being a very low armor hero against Klings. <laughs> yeah, um, and it went uh, it went very well. I thought the. Uh, the talents and stuff, the 728. I think I may have even played this before the 728A patch, which we'll talk about. Um, nerfed some of his new stuff. But, like, you could just throw those boys down uh, from the Ag Shard mm-hmm. every 10 seconds. I might have been seven seconds at the time. Yeah. Um, and they're just, like, wards that kill your opponents that last a minute. They last a minute, the skeletons? They- the last 60 seconds. Whoa. Oh, I, I didn't know that. The old ones so with I was the just talent like, lasted like 10 seconds or something. Nah, they're there forever. So, like, I'm, I got all the talents, and I'm just like, well, we're going to go take Roche. So I would, you know, enter Shadow Walk and then leave Shadow Walk in a place where we wanted to see people coming. Hmm. And then walk over, and seven seconds later, do the same thing. And now, like, all of the approaches to Roche are covered by... Skeletons who will shoot at people who go near them. That's pretty cool. Also, value. <laughs> oh, it's it's unreal. And then, like, even in, in some team fights and stuff, because I played a game with Praetor last night after our after, after we lost to him, and he he played Clinks. Um, and if you get the talents and stuff, like you just cover the map in guys, because mm. uh, like every ten seconds you're just pulling out two more. Do those still uh, scale off your like normal attack? Yeah. Yeah. Seems very valued because, like, on a core clings, the shot's not that expensive by the time you can. Nah. Build. So it seems something like that's actually a legit build. Because before, with the old eggs that used to. I mean, the eggs are still there, the burning army. It seems kind of a big investment. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the 1400 is not that big an investment. And the value you get from it is so huge. Yeah, honestly. Um, and, like, what do you need on clings? Like, like, uh,. Sheepstick BKB. Like, that's pretty much it, you know? Yeah, I mean, some damage, maybe. Depends on who you're playing against. Yeah, I mean, I 
I kind of feel like you don't need the damage because your alt and your burning things mm. and the attack speed from sure, I guess. Um, the attack I mean, speed from straight. I'd imagine which you could lower cooldown. Being for. a clings is also really nice because orchid like it doesn't give as much int anymore, but it's like way cheaper. And clings he didn't care about the int anyway, so it's very nice right. for clings. Yeah, he just liked the yeah. Like I didn't even build an orchid in that one. I just went like I was obviously doing quite well against the uh, witch doctor mid. <laughs> So I just went straight sheep stick, um, and it was good. Then I then I played a game with Jug after that. Uh, it was fun. I got to my lane partner, who may have been Bob. It was Bob Titus Andromedon. He picked CM, and we just did like the CM Jug thing. Mm. Um, we slow them, and I spin, and we just like killed them. Um, and in that game. I uh, got a very early Battle Fury and farmed up everything, but forgot to buy the shard. So I don't know how the shard is. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. The shard buffs Blade Fury, but I'm honestly not sold on all these, like, Blade Fury buff, like, talents and shards. So I think that one's skippable for sure. I'd much rather get his eggs. Yeah, yeah. I, I got his eggs. I, I ate his eggs. I was, like, eight slotted. Um, and I just completely blanked on the shard. <laughs> Uh, but the the twenty second uh, healing ward cooldown talent is wild. Yeah, I didn't. I play actually played a drug game today, and I didn't take that one. But I was very tempted seeing that. Yeah, what's the alternative? Uh, twenty attack speed, which is good for sure. Uh, uh, at that point in the game, it's not. Ah, uh, fifteen minutes. I mean, drug scales very nicely with attack speed. Um, I everybody gets it from everything. But, I mean, yeah. as a jug, like, if you have a Mask of Madness and stuff like that, which you usually build, do you really need to, like, spam out healing works? Unless you're going, like, for a really hard push lineup, I don't feel like you need to use healing ward, like, every 40 seconds. It's definitely nice talent, I agree. But I yeah. think attack on a can is still very good. Yeah, I'm going to disagree, I think, with that one. Sure. Yeah, the healing word cooldown has an eleven percent advantage in win rate. Well, you know, uh, I don't think those stats are really uh, representative. Sure. No, I just I, I mean, if you have a mask of madness, twenty attack speed's like minimal. But yeah, uh, Jug was was fun to play and, and good. Um, but yeah, I've been like winning a bunch of pubs. It's Very nice. It's been a lot of fun. Want to go on to the news? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, welcome to the news. Arian, there was a patch. There was. It's true. Yeah. Atualiza Chao de Jogabilidade 7.28a. Uh, which is my butchered Portuguese because I looked at some early patch notes for 7.28 on a Portuguese site and now Dota2.com thinks I speak Portuguese. <laughs> and I don't know how to change it back. Um... But yes, they they changed some of the stuff from seven point two eight. They got rid of the op, the obviously op stuff. Well, apparently there is still some op things remaining. Um, anything jump out at you from this one? Um, the Kunka tidal wave, because I thought that was kind of bad uh, when they added it. The tidal wave, I didn't think it was very good. So yeah, I I'm. I'm I'm glad they buffed it a bit. They halved the mana cost and they reduced the cooldown from sixteen to sec uh, sixteen to fourteen. I still don't think it's like super good, um, but it's yeah. okay, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think Fourth Spirit made a good point of like it doesn't synergize with absolutely anything that he does. Yeah. Um, I mean, but on the other hand, it looks really cool. Yeah, I guess you could try like cute plays where you like tidal wave somebody into a boat that's coming because um, you remember his old eggs used to just like I mean no, nobody ever bought that but his old eggs used to uh, like drag people along the boat path uh, the boat path yeah 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 that's that's weird I, they buffed Leshrac eggs <laughs> yeah that's kind of insane <laughs> Yeah, was it was it like you, you're a, a Lesh player? Was it super good? It was very good in some situations. Huh. Uh, I haven't bought it on Lesh Rack yet, but it's 
it's just very nice. Like on a hero like Lashrak, just like putting E Blade on a 450 AOE on all the enemies, that's very potent. Huh. And it's also like a super low cooldown. 25 seconds? Uh, that's not that long. And also 75 mana. That's like nothing oh, wow. for Lashrak. Um, like imagine yeah, you have it, it, like an Octarine and then maybe a Spell Prism. You're just like have a AOE Ghost Sept, like an AOE E Blade basically on everybody on like a 12 second cooldown or something. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I didn't realize the cooldown was that low. Hmm. Uh, uh, what else did they do here? I mean, I don't think 7.2a was that substantial, but something I also wanted to talk about was the new Lifestealer, um, which is yeah. like it, the biggest changes happened in 7.28, not 7.28a, but I kind of read over this in the patch note, but I got to say this new Ghoul Frenzy ability, it's really, really nasty. Like... I think really? on this hero, uh, getting Orb of Venom and then Orb of Corrosion is pretty core, but with a like one one three build, because now the passive attack speed it's tied to Ghoul Frenzy and not to uh, Feast, which you used to like max before. Um, right. So I played with my boy Sam uh, last week, and we played a Ogre Lifestealer lane, and like it was very easy to execute. You know, you press W on Ogre, that's slow. Then you hit them once with Lifestealer, and they're slowed by, like, I don't know, 50, 55%. Like, we just oh my God. kept chain-killing our lane because the slows were just so oppressive. Oh, that's such a good idea. Yeah, so this note, uh, Valve patch note warning. Uh, <laughs> vi- visage. I mean, they didn't even have to include this because it's about an Aghanim Scepter added ability to Visage. So, like, only Gothier. Uh, read this, but silent as the grave no longer grants aerial view. I don't think aerial view has ever been part of flying vision, right? Is the term, yeah. I mean, so an ability I don't know for a hero I don't play no longer does something. Is that his shard ability? It says ability granted by Aghanim Scepter, so I guess it doesn't give you another bird. Interesting. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's Visage. It doesn't matter. But, oh, it's the one that turns turns Visage and Familiar is invisible. It gives Visage flying movement, but not aerial view, um, which I guess it had at some point. Uh, okay. They're trying to get OD back. OD got a bunch of, have you seen OD be six, remotely successful? Yeah, I've seen him pop off a couple times. Eh. I played a game with Bayo last night. He played OD. And, like, he did okay, but then, like, they hit BKBs and we just lost. Are you glad they buffed defense matrix? I don't know what defense matrix That's is. That's uh, Tinker's new shard ability, where he puts, like, a defensive shield on people. Uh, no. I mean, so... Th- in my like, uh, in my Dota circle, there's a lot of people who are sh- right now shilling position five t- uh, Tinker very hard, and they're very happy about this. Um, I've seen cool. it be viable, but I think like defense matrix, it was, it was a cool concept, but the numbers weren't that strong. So th- this is good, you know, two hundred seventy-five damage uh, block. It's starting to get like actually kind of good. Here's why position five tinker works. The opposing team when they're picking their heroes doesn't think you're position five, and so they picked a counter of mid tinker. That's true. I agree. And that's it. Yeah, not too much going on. I mean, I guess they buffed the axe a little bit. Yeah, small patch overall. Yeah, but I think it was. I think it was fine. Yeah, I mean, the patch wasn't like even hoodwink. Like now, I don't think she's that broken anymore after the like the small nurse that she has. She's hovering at a like sub fifty percent win rate already. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised. I mean, um, I kind of get yeah. it. She's very squishy. Uh, a lot of like people who don't know how to play her probably like play her, and then because it's like a one k HP hero, they just like chain feed. It. Right. I think she'll. Uh... She'll be a four eventually, right? Mm, yeah, I think I think so. Uh, mid uh, doesn't seem that good anymore after these nerfs. Yeah, and it's so hard with the. Uh, I think it's a terrible base attack time. Yeah, I, I think I agree. I think the like what's gonna 
make her very good is that bushwhack is still very very good that stun slaps like holy crap and she also already has a level 10 talent that uh, reduces that cooldown of bushwhack by three seconds oh wow yeah i think the combination of like creating trees with acorn shot and throwing bushwhacks at those trees are probably the uh yeah the ganking exactly. four kind of thing you know, uh, maybe her shot's going to be like really crazy and enabling her as a core or her scepter. God, I hope not. Well, she gets banned in every game I play anyway. True, true. Uh, any like continued things you've noticed from 728 over the last week that maybe you didn't expect? Like Wraith King is awesome. Yeah. Uh, as I predicted. But anything surprise you? Ooh, um. I'm surprised that not more people are buying the new Octarine core because I buy it on like I try every time I play a mid hero I kind of try to fit that item in right now like playing Lena like I used to hate Oct- Monkey King no okay no Monkey King in heroes in heroes but I'm yeah. buying it on Pagna Lena sometimes Negri even Zeus he loves that item my God it's good on Zeus. Uh, it's like the perfect. Is it on Lina, though? Yeah, it's good on Lena. If you're doing casting build, it's very good. Uh, right now on Lena, I go like uh, boots, you know, obviously bottle. Then I go uh, Yules, Aetherlands, Travels, and then I my sometimes I go. I'm, right now I like casting build better on Lena, so I go like Bloodstone Octarine after that. Uh, it's a very nice build up because Aetherlands Lena really likes that, especially if you're playing casting lena because yeah. even if you're core uh you're kind of squishy so it's nice having that uh you know range you can stun from like fog of war with that which is very cool yeah i mean i, I definitely think the aether lens is really strong and i guess you might as well just build it into an octarine so you don't lose the cast range yeah exactly down the road it just doesn't give int anymore yeah but i'm not missing the int on any hero to be honest like i'm i'm sure if i was like an od or silencer player i'd kind of miss it but oh yeah yeah right you know it gives region now which i arguably most in heroes need more than in like let's put it this way you know if you're a strength hero you really want more strength because it makes you more tanky uh if you're agility hero you really want more agility because it makes you you know do more damage but as an int hero after a certain point you don't really need more int. Like, if you, if you can theoretically cast, like, eight round rounds of all your spells, then you don't really need a ninth time. It doesn't really benefit you. No, that makes sense. An Octarine Core, actually, it gives 725 mana. Yeah, it gives a ton of mana. So OD might even prefer it to its old version, because doesn't his stuff work off of mana? Yeah, it does. Maybe that's the build. Maybe. I'm not an OD player. So I don't. We figured it out. Know. People think he's an int hero, so you build in. Turns out. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got. I think we broke the meta. Sure. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. It's interesting. Uh, I like it. Regarding professional Dota, uh, DPC, you are our professional Dota. Guru, Arian, with your connections in the industry. <laughs> What's going on with uh, so, DPC? Um, some people were expecting qualifiers, uh, and like nobody knows yet what's happening with these qualifiers. Um, uh, like From Valve's post that they made about this a while ago, but nobody knows if this uh, info is still like up to date. Apparently, they're going to, for the first round of DPC leagues, they're going to kind of just pick the teams that they think should be in there. But hmm. they said they're going to have qualifiers for, like, the slots that they're not picking, where they don't know. And those qualifiers haven't yet been announced. And besides that, like, kind of nothing has been announced yet. You know, what was the date? The 18th or something? That's in one, two, three weeks. Um, yeah. We don't know what for. I mean, we know the format, right? But... We don't know which TO is running these leagues yet for any of the regions. No EU, NA, SA, any of them. Mm. Um, so people are getting kind of uh, jittery, I guess. And I think some people are also getting kind of worried that there's going to be another delay. That's what I'm gathering right now. Because oh, really? like, even 
even people who, if it was a secret, uh, they would definitely know, like the CEO of UG, he said on Twitter, like, yeah, we don't know what's going on either. <laughs> it's, it's entirely predictable, I suppose. Yeah. Do you think it's going to get delayed again? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, maybe it gets... delayed maybe uh i mean i I can't think that it's not just going to be like total chaos if they just try to tell organizers like two weeks before oh by the way here are like the eight biggest teams in china (laughs) go run a tournament go in a league you know yeah um though i think uh, if knowing valve they might just delay it because they don't really care but yeah i don't think they have to delay it because of COVID because these leagues, they're going to be online anyway. And yeah, especially in EU uh, and China, we've seen a lot of like online tournaments being run very successfully at the moment. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't see. I don't, right. If you're not having the live event, then like COVID doesn't really yeah. factor in that. I'm much. just very, unless you have like players stuck in Singapore or whatever. Yeah, I'm just very excited to see. I think that's honestly the most interesting part for me right now. I'm very excited to see which TO they're going to pick for these leagues. Hmm. I mean, I don't think they're going to pick a singular TO for all the regions, but just on a region per region. No. Especially uh, whichever TO is going to do the EU region, uh, they're going to be in a very good position. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like that one and the China one are the ones everyone's going to watch. For sure, yeah. No one's going to tune into NA to watch. <laughs> EG beat up on, I was, like, f- Fear Stack. I was going to mention this. Like, or IX Mike or something. In NA, there's, like, straight up not... I feel like there's straight up not enough teams uh, to fill these slots. Like, 80, <laughs> 80% of the teams that are going to make it into the NA League, like, it's going to be, like, rank rank 300 players getting together for the first time and just you know qualifying for the first division randomly yeah it's gonna be like slacks's weird squad yeah i mean they honestly i think they have a pretty good shot at like second division or even first division maybe <laughs> yeah i mean yeah if they do eight the first division i feel like they might be there <laughs> like jenkins jenkins's like pub stack yeah yeah uh like day nine and Day nine and purge. Nine and All right, purge. Would, I think that's kind of stretching it to be honest. <laughs> thing, well, I mean, I guess like the idea is you should merge it with SA and just get like Beast Coast and Infamous, because like those guys are all in all the same pubs anyway. Uh, yeah, but I I think there's merits. I think SA is in a stronger yeah. position than NA in terms of teams. because uh, most teams in SA they're kind of tier two anyway, so they have a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, they have like a ton of tier two teams, whereas NA has like EG, Quincy Crew, and yeah, Purge like of Day even nine. even the like teams in NA that are in the first division are arguably like tier two teams. So I don't know what's happening with the actual tier two division in NA. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, like four zoomers is not. I mean, I like four zoomers, but yeah, they're cool. No, I think. For Zoomers is kind of there. I'm pretty sure they're gonna make first division. Actually, I think they're like yeah, oh, on sure. the level for first division NA. Yeah, definitely first division NA. But are they like a legitimate shot at TI? Like EG has a legitimate shot at TI. Quincy Crew, I think, has a legitimate shot at TI. But like beyond that, true, right? Yeah. You're not. Who knows? Yeah, that'll be fun though. We fun to watch EU in, in China, maybe. Yeah, yeah. EU is going to be very fun to watch, especially with uh, these new hot teams like Viking.gg, you know, shaking up the competition. Yeah, yeah and like, we'll see Secret and OG try. <laughs> Since, I mean, I think it was kind of suspected that Secret and OG might not be trying by the end of the year. Yeah, true. I mean, Secret definitely wasn't. Yeah. And OG is just, you'd never have any idea anyway until... They win TI, so it doesn't matter. Mm. How about from that, we go to our hero of the week, Arian? Yeah, sure. You're tougher than Axe thought. Come along. Feeding time. Have a cookie. Meepo. More Meepo. I love you guys. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. This week's hero of the week 
is Hoodwink. Woodhink? Yes, the trash panda. The squirrel. Can you say squirrel, Aaron? Yeah, I can say squirrel. That was better than I thought it was going to be. Why, whoa, why do you think I can't say squirrel? It's like a joke that Germans can't say squirrel. I've never heard of that joke, dude. I These feel like you can't just the internet make about it. up. All right, I'll read no, up on it later. Yeah. It's a whole thing in the Germans. They're like squiddle, and they can't do it. Squirrel. It's not even hard to say, dude. That's way harder American words. Yeah, you do pretty well with it. Yeah, you can't even um, say Schlachtenbretzingen, dude. I know. Well, you know, different countries, different needs. Hoodwink is the hero of the week. Uh, this is a new hero. She is a ranged agility hero. She is an adorable squirrel with leaves forming a kind of Robin Hood hood yeah. on her. Very cool model, by the way. Like, I made, I made this joke last week, but apparently it's like actually true that... Uh, one stripe of her tail has more polygons than the entire <laughs> hero of Morphling. One stripe? Oh, yeah, I heard it was the tail. I didn't realize it was just one stripe. Yeah, like, I'm, I was actually kind of surprised. I was making a joke, but apparently it's true. Yeah, my children uh, think she's the most adorable thing in the world. Yeah, she's cute. Bushy tail, yeah. you know. Also very great big... baggy pants. Uh, it looks yeah, the pants kind of throw me off. It looks like they would restrict her movement a lot, to be honest. Yeah, if they don't, then they're very, very elastic. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like it, they would be uncomfortable if she weren't, um, you know, running around like she does. <laughs> um, and a great big crossbow uh, with a terrible base attack time. True. Good attack animation, though. What's her, like, yeah, she moves very fast, 320 moves. Yeah, she has, she has very, very, very high agi gain. And very high int gain as well. Uh, 3.6 per level, 2.9 per level, respectively. Uh, as we said, an atrocious base attack time, so she's never going to be a pure right-clicker. Yeah, really good um, attack animation, though. Like, when I played her the first time, I was, like, out-CSing because uh, her attack animation was so good. Huh. It does a lot of damage, too. True. Uh, her Q is Acorn Shot. It fires her attack with an Acorn... At the target unit, uh, the acorn bounces to nearby targets, slowing them and dealing extra damage. And if you target it on the ground, a tree is created at that point, and then the acorn bounces from that tree to nearby targets. Uh, it grants... Okay, I'm going to take a breath before grant, describing everything that this one single ability grants. Bonus attack range from 125, scaling up to 350. Bonus damage on each of those attacks from 20, scaling up to 80. It bounces 2, scaling up to 5 times. The slow duration is a quarter second, but it is a 100% movement slow uh, when you are hit with an acorn. Uh, and this also... So every time it hits someone, it deals her right-click damage, plus the bonus damage, plus any procs. Yep, um, this can proc so it can anything. Proc, yeah. Including Desolator, I think you yeah. mentioned, right? Yeah, uh, Desolator, Daedalus even. So it's like, it can <laughs> proc, it can proc anything that the Swashbuckle, for example, can proc. But a lot of things on top of that as well. Um, it can proc Daedalus, it can crit, it can proc, you know, the Fusual, Scardi, Desolator, uh, what else is there? You know, any anything you want, basically. But So it's like a sleight of fist at much longer range that... Uh, does bonus damage and slows that she can do stuff during. Yeah, exactly. And something that I also wanted to mention, this is very specific wording. So this attack, like this acorn shot, it doesn't have a set, a set like cast range. So it's her, abil her attack range plus 350. Oh. So you can enhance this with uh, <laughs> a dragon lance. A dragon lance uh, like enhances the cast range of this, but uh, etherlands will not. And I actually found this oh. out the hard way because I drafted this ability in Ability Draft as Tree and Protector. So I was like, nice, I'm getting this damage talent at level 10 and then I'm going to own. But like On brand too. Yeah, throwing this out, it was like just my melee range. Because <laughs> it just takes the melee range, it puts 350 on top of that. It was so bad. I was so useless, dude. <laughs> that is hilarious. I love that. Yeah. 
so yeah, um, keep keep that in mind when you draft this in the ability draft. Yeah. Uh, her W is Bushwhack. Uh, it tosses a net trap that stuns enemy heroes if they are near a tree in the area. They take damage and are pulled towards the tree. Uh, also, their vision is reduced to zero for the duration of the stun, uh, for no reason. The radius is 275. The stun duration is 1.3 seconds, scaling up to 2.2 seconds. The damage is 90, scaling up to 360. Yep. Um. This is basically uh, Wind Rangers Entangle, but you don't have to aim it. And it's AoE. And, <laughs> and it's AoE. And it and does AoE damage. And does 360 AoE damage and reduces the vision to zero. Yeah, I think this is for uh, sure. And her. you could summon your own trees with your Q. True. I think this is for sure uh, Wooting's uh, best ability right now, at least. Yeah, it's, it's really ridiculous. Um it's good. Very good. Uh, her E is Scurry. Hoodwink passively has a chance to evade physical attacks while near trees, just all the time. Um, when activated, Hoodwink gains bonus movement speed, phased collision, and tree walking uh, for a period of time. So it has charges. There are two charges. The charger store time is 30 seconds, scaling down to 15. Um, the evasion radius is 275, so she's when she's within 275 of a tree, she has 8, scaling up to 32% evasion, just at all times passively. When activated for 4 seconds, uh, she gains bonus movement speed of 25%, scaling up to 40% in tree walking and face collision. Um, she can run with this thing. Yeah. Is there a... Uh, yeah, scary camouflage. What does that do? Um, if you stand next to a tree, you'll be invisible. But you cannot move. If you move, you'll uh, be uninvisible, I guess. Is that a passive or only when it's activated? Uh, what do you mean? Oh, like yeah, it's, it's a passive. So you have to be near a tree for it to activate it. Okay. Yeah, so scary is like uh, wind run plus treants level 10 talent. Plus half of PA's blur. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, her R, her ultimate, sharpshooter. Hoodwink charges up and fires a deadly bolt from her crossbow, dealing heavy damage, slow, and break to an enemy hero. The damage and debuff duration scale up to max after three seconds, and the bolt is fired automatically after five seconds. Uh, Hoodwink is knocked backwards for a distance of 350 from the force of the shot, and I cannot wait to see a Hoodwink... Uh, clip themselves <laughs> when they use this at some point. Um, the max wind-up time, as we mentioned, is three seconds. The damage scales from 600 up to 1,400. And uh, the debuff duration is six. So for six seconds, you get break and a 50% move speed slow. Uh, and it's not a 45-second cooldown. Um, and level 25 talent makes this pure that pierces spell immunity. There's all the 20 talent that makes the projectile charge time 25% faster. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, a, it's a fun ability to use because like you get this great big arrow on the screen. You get to like move it back yeah. and forth like you're like you're aiming at battleships um, guns or something. Honestly, like I think this ability I, I no flex, right? But I'm hitting most of these. But on so many players, like who I've played with, especially one guy, like I, I'm not, he's gonna be mad at him if I say his name, but I played with one of my friends. I'm sure he hit like out of 10 of these shots, he hit like two maybe. Yeah. People just miss this all the time. Um, and honestly, if you're aware of it, like if you actively try to dodge it, it's pretty easy to dodge because the like aiming arrow that you aim this with. You can't just like move it as fast as you want. It turns very slowly. Mm. But you, but you can be in far away. Yeah, you can be very far away. This has a very good cast range. Yeah, which isn't on the tooltip here. Um, yeah, you can be very far away, like off in the trees. You could be invisible in the trees while shooting it. <laughs> mm. um, um, the the sound it makes is very uh, noticeable, though, which like. Um, 
it's it's very bad when abilities like this make as pronounced of a sound like sharpshooter does because most of the time yeah. when they're so far away you don't see uh, hoodwink casting it you just hear it right um so if like if you hear this you just like start zigzagging and then it's very hard to hit you yeah i guess does it have like global noise or um really far noise? i'm not sure if it makes the noise uh if the hoodwink charging it is in fog of war but it definitely makes it if she's not on the screen okay all right that's good um her talents uh 10 you choose between minus three seconds bushwhack cooldown which you probably almost always take versus 175 health yeah she doesn't have great strength gains so i mean i, I think this that. just comes down to if you're playing core support uh hoodwink yeah, maybe. Um, at 15, you can choose between 14, Agility, and Scurry Camouflage. I can't imagine you ever take the Agility because you're not right-clicking with her anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's 14 damage and 2 armor. Um, I two mostly armors, take nice. this because the Camouflage, it doesn't seem that good, to be honest. Like, I've tried it once. I, I used it, like, I think once to actually get away from somebody. Um, because, like, uh. once you're... No, close to trees you know you just like press e and run into the trees anyway so like why would you just stand yeah, and sense. become invisible and you know expose yourself to dust and stuff like that right if you can run through the trees anyway there's no added value yeah um at 20 you have minus three armor corruption which just makes all of her attacks including her acorn shot do minus three armor to everyone um or a 25 percent sharpshooter faster projectile charge time I feel like you take the armor corruption just because, like, sharpshooter is awkward anyway. Making it slightly less awkward doesn't make it not awkward. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, again, this comes down to support or core. If you're a support, yeah. I don't think I take you take the armor corruption. Because yeah, at level 20, um, what makes this good is having a desolator and comboing that. Because armor corruption, the more you corrupt armor, the better it becomes. Um, so without, like, being a core, I, I wouldn't take that. Uh, that makes sense. And then the 25, you could either have Sharpshooter Pure and Pierce the Spell Immunity, oh which is a f 1,400 damage pure new <laughs> um, if you hit it on a 45-second cooldown, or which might actually be like a 39-second cooldown or 40-second cooldown, because I don't know when the cooldown starts, when you start charging. Um, or two Acorn Shot Charges. Uh, which, if you have, like, Deso Daedalus or something... Can do a Rampage. We'll, yeah, we'll just give you a Rampage. <laughs> uh, or a Rapier, God forbid. Um, either way, they're both really good, and she has very cool talents that make fun choices, mm. I think. Uh, she does not have... Uh, Aghanim the Generous has not given her an Aghanim Scepter. And Aghanim the Contemplative has not crafted a shard for her. <laughs> and she has no cosmetics. Like, what is Valve doing? No, most new heroes don't have cosmetics. Void Spirit didn't have uh, any. Yeah, Void Spirit didn't have any. But, Snap uh, didn't have any. Did. Hoodwink didn't have any. No, but before that, they used to release them with it. Yeah. Like, Monkey King got released with an Arcana. That was Terribly a while got released ago. with an Arcana. Uh, Willow and... Pangalier came out with Immortals you could buy. Like, I'm pretty sure those heroes came out like 80 years ago, minimum. Maybe, but you know, it doesn't mean that the uh, the business decision's any different. Sure, I mean, would you buy Hoodwink Cosm like a Hoodwink Arcana if it came out right now? Not an Arcana, but they should put out like, um, what do you call it? Like Immortals, like they did with, uh, you know, uh, Willow and, and Pangolier. Mm, well, how are they going to sell you like that? You're thinking in terms of economy, right? Think of what they did with Snapfire. You know, they they make this really cool hero that everybody loves to play. And then after everybody like really likes the hero, they add a set that costs like $100 million. And everybody has to buy it if they want a set for that hero. They're going to do the same with this hero. The question is, that's a good point, but the question is, um, and I guess they have the data, right? Because they know how many people bought, like, Monkey King Arcana and Terribly Arcana when they came out. But, like, how many, uh, 
Snapfire $100 sets actually are there in circulation. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and you're not... They're not getting that. They're getting like 10% of that. Yeah, but they're getting people to buy chests to hope to get that drop. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I guess they're just experimenting with stuff. But still, like, I feel like it's easy. It's an easy couple bucks if you just throw something up there with Hoodwink. Sure. Um, yeah, Heroes, Wild, Good. Uh, might be, like, balanced now, or maybe people just don't know how to play Yeah, her. I'd, I'd uh, tend to the latter. I think she's still very strong on the right hands. Do you want to talk builds really quick? Because I think that's actually kind of interesting on this hero. Yeah, definitely. Go ahead. So, uh, what I do if I play this as a core, I don't know about support. I've not tried this hero as a support yet. So, I build threat. Uh, Having face would be kind of nice because it scales better with acorn shot, but just like for general farming, uh, a bit of attack speed is nice. Um, I think this is one of the few heroes that can actually buy falcon blade, and I buy it almost every time because uh, the mana mm -hmm. region is nice. Ten damage is very cool. One hundred fifty health on a very squishy hero is also kind of value. Um, I've tried Pike, but I'd recommend just sticking with the Dragonlance. Uh, but before you get that Dragonlance, you should get a Maelstrom. I think Maelstrom, I know every hero buys Maelstrom, but for farming, it means that one Acorn just clears a creep wave, which is very valuable mm. to hard. It's like, it's, it's kind of similar to Pango, where, you know, if you, without a Maelstrom, uh, if you queue something like a creep wave, uh, you're going to have to spend like five seconds finishing up the creeps. So getting that just makes your farming so much faster. And it's the same with Footwing. Um, and after that, that honestly, sense. you're kind of free to buy whatever. You can like upgrade your Mjolnir. You can uh, don't even get Mjolnir. You can get Leipnir. Um, stuff that's really good. Desolator, I, I think, is still very, very good, especially with the level 20 talent. Um, Skadi is surprisingly, surprisingly good. You just put the frost on everybody. Um, straight Daedalus, I really like. Um, also, and yeah, this hero can like, there's few items that this hero can't build, honestly. Um, just... Yeah, Gleipnir sounds amazing. Like, you you throw the bolas and suck everyone to a tree, then you can Gleipnir them and keep them there. Yeah, exactly. Gleipnir is really good. Like, most Hoodwinks right now, they build Gleipnir rather than uh, Mjolnir. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, besides that, you know, after you got after you got your Maelstrom, you can kind of build whatever. Um, even a pike if you really want to. But most of the time when I buy pike on the zero, I can't really make use of it very well. Hmm. Yeah, I don't... I don't feel like you'd need the... You have, an, you have like a phase ability so you can run out of cogs and stuff with your E, right? Uh, I'm not sure if you can run out of cogs, actually. Uh, yeah, maybe you can't phase out of cogs. In any case, like, yeah, I don't see her, like, necessarily needing the uh, the four staff stuff. Very cool. But she's definitely a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. Um, fun hero. Go check her out. The model's awesome. She runs around on all fours. Yeah, she does, uh, a, she does a cute little roll when you four stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, then you got to get the pipe. <laughs> Probably. Want to move on to uh, noobs ass sure. noobs? Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, you must also prepare for war. The lesson is always prepare for war. All right. First question is from Luther. Luther asks, what's your favorite change from 728 and what is the hero you are most excited to play? Uh, Arian, what's your what's your favorite um, change in the hero? In retrospect, I've experimented with it a bit more. I think my favorite new thing is the Storm Spirit level twenty five talent. Um, it's just super satisfying to clear creep wave with one hit, and the fact that the thing bouncing is not only the overload but your entire attack, but it still uh, you know gives three like it basically. Overload is definitely the strongest thing about Storm Spirit, right? And it just makes yeah. every overload count for three. 
plus it gives you three uh, like free attacks basically every time you hit which is just bonkers i think that talent is super good so yeah i think that's my you know favorite new thing um the hero i was most excited to play i'd say were the new octarine builders so like uh pagna and lena mm. uh, i'm getting really into lena uh i know this wasn't changed in 7.28 but her new attack animation, like be not being trash anymore, makes the hero way, way more fun to play in lane. Yeah, 728 did buff uh, Fiery Soul. True, yeah. Um, so that makes sense. Yeah, I think my favorite uh, change and the thing I'm most excited to play is probably Mars. Um, I played quite a bit of Mars before that, and then we started looking at... Uh, I mean, his shard is supposed to be very good, where you could spear two units and there's a trail of fire. Hmm. Um, but his eggs, uh, where when you use Bulwark active, a bunch of soldiers appear in front of you, and every second or so, they attack two targets in front of you for all of your right-click damage and procs and 75 bonus damage <laughs> and slow enemies by 20%. Yeah, that's pretty good. And it turns out it attacks buildings. Um, so you can just stand in front of a tower and kill it while it doesn't attack anything but you. Uh, and as we learned last night, because uh, Team Play Solar Team Name ran position one Mars against us, it attacks two buildings at once. Oh, no. That's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> so, yeah, Mars just walked up to our Tier 3s. And uh, when Tier 3 went down, he was attacking both racks at the same time hmm. uh, and any attacks we made were redirected to him where he had 70 percent damage reduction damn i so didn't I'm excited even, to play that i didn't even notice this axe oh my god this is so good yeah yeah we were talking about it like even before the game i'm like yo this act because like fourth spirit was like well you could like chase people with it and then do the damage and i'm like i think you could just stand in front of a tower um yeah and you can and Damn, really this well. is insane. Because, like, the thing that makes Bulwark balance is, like, you can't kill Mars while doing it, but you also can't do anything to you. Well, what's this? Yeah. Is it... Jesus. All right. Yeah, this does more damage than you normally do. Yeah. And prevents damage being done to you. And you can still cast God's Rebuke while in Bulwark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Mars is, is busted. The actual failing. Yeah. I think they're probably going to change that, but I am excited to play it before they change it. <laughs> uh, Mr. Fancy Pants asks a question endorsed by Janny in our Discord. He said, Mr. Fancy Pants, that is a very good question. He asks, what is your favorite new item? Favorite new neutral item? And what do you want to see added for Hoodwinks, Agshard, and Scepter? So let's do what, what's your favorite uh, item or neutral item, Harry? Uh, my favorite new neutral item is Giant's Ring. Um, my favorite <laughs> new item, uh, if you're talking completely new, I think Arcane Ring is kind of busted and really good. Like, I played a Zeus game this Wait. week. Arcane Ring? Arcane Blink, sorry. Oh, oh. Like, I played okay. a Zeus game this week where I had a Octarine and a, uh, you know, the neutral item that reduces cooldowns by 18%. I think that's... Yeah. I don't know, some something, something. And then an Arcane Blink. And, you know... You use the... And I had a refresher. And I used Arcane Blink. Then I used my ulti and the eggs from Zeus uh, and refresher. And then used everything again. And the refresher was on like a 70 second cooldown. <laughs> it basically means that any time, like as Zeus, any time that you have ulti, you have refresher. So like every time you have ulti, you have double ulti. <laughs> it's really good. What, does Arcane Blink reduce your... Item cooldowns as well? Yeah, 25%. Oh, no, sorry. Only ability cooldown reduction. Never mind. Oh, is it? Okay. Wait, I I don't think that's true, though. Oh, it might be. I mean, it's like, right. I it mean, says I don't... ability cooldown reduction, but I don't think there's a mechanic like this in Dota, actually. Where, yeah, I mean, the tooltip could just be wrong. It definitely changed the refresher cooldown. That's great. Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you like this. I think... I didn't quite know what the... I guess on Zeus it makes sense. Like late in the game. The arcane blank. Um, my new favorite item is Gleipnir. I want to build it on like every hero. Yeah, it's very cool for sure. Kind of expensive, but I get it. Yeah, it's it's expensive, but like Athos is still good. 
Uh, if you're already buying an Atos, you could just add that. Like on Viper, you could buy Gleipnir. Uh, you could do it on Silencer. Um, a lot of heroes' favorite neutral item. Yeah, it has to be Giant's Ring, right? That thing is awesome. Yeah, it's super cool. Have you seen Giant's Ring on Monkey King? Uh, I have not, no. Uh, the Monkey King statues are like huge. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. Okay, so uh, oh, hoodwink, yeah. I I just tested it again. It does not. Uh, it does not currently. Uh, the Arcambling doesn't reduce item cooldowns anymore. Uh, but okay. I'm. The match was like at the start of the patch. Maybe that wasn't hot fingers because I'm Could like eighty nine percent sure it made the cooldown lower. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, because I was wondering if it made its own cooldown lower. Yeah. Uh, you just keep doing it. What do you want to see added for Hoodwings, Ag, Shard, and Scepter? Um, that's. I'm not sure if I want a new ability. I think Hoodwings kind of needs something that makes her a bit more tanky. So, I yeah, think I think her cur- I think her current abilities don't really have enough aspects to them. So we could add more. <laughs> <laughs> sure. No. I mean. I think if they if they added it as a scepter, it might be too strong because the hero still needs a weak point. So maybe adding a shard that makes her a bit tankier could be nice. That's interesting. Yeah, like conditionally tankier, like like a bonus when she's charging sharpshooter or something. Mm, yeah, yeah, that doesn't seem good, but sure. If We're it's using scurry, if it's like magic immunity and one hundred percent damage reduction, I'd be down with that. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking a, a fair shard would be like sharpshooter. Uh, you don't have to aim it anymore. It just automatically hits people for fourteen hundred pure damage. Yeah, that sure, dude. Hero, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 seems very balanced. Yeah, maybe something with scurry. Something with scurry might be kind of cool. Mm. I feel like it's a cool like she's little and she runs through the trees. I think it's a neat ability. Um, I don't know how you do it though. It's already cool. Maybe like t- tree to tree teleport. Tree to tree teleport. You know, she like scurries into the trees and points pops out in like another part of the forest. Ooh, that would be that would be cool actually. Like she's using the roots to travel, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the tree tops I'd be down with that. You know, we have something like that already with TA. Yeah, that's true. And Monkey King sort of on like short distances, mm. in a way. Um, very cool. Elihu asks, The glorious return of Yadneb to the podcast has made me wonder. In your time of playing Dota, what change has come and gone? Uh, he says, for example, respawn talents, so you can't use that one. Oh, I remember. I remember XP gain talents, which were like 40% <laughs> XP gain. Yeah, and for like 10 straight patches, I predicted they would get rid of them. <laughs> eventually, eventually, I was right, so I was right. <laughs> Hmm. What what did I see? I mean, I think the most memorable was like I'm not sure like that's not a general change, but like the sniper troll meta is still ingrained into my mind. Spin to win. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, that was an awful meta. Um, I think like the the rise of like real dedicated roamers. Yeah, that was cool. I wish they would make roamers yeah. again. Like TI-8? Is that the one, TI-7? Uh, yeah, something around there, I think. Yeah, and then they like kind of phased that out. Um, or it, it phased out. It might just be like a meta thing. Hmm. But that's the one I uh, I wish would come back. Uh, Share Liberace, that's me. I ask what item grant Ghost Scepter. That's based on a poorly copy-edited tooltip in the Dota client. Oh, we don't have to go into it. The answer is Ghost Scepter. Elihu also asks, create your own cover band using Dota heroes. Select the heroes as well as the band they primarily cover. Ooh. I got one. You want to hear it? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to go with the Beatles. And uh, the four heroes they are going to make the Beatles are Weaver... Nick's Assassin, Broodmother, and Sand King. Sand King will be Ringo because he keeps the rhythm 
with the epicenter. Damn, I literally don't even know the names of the Beatles, dude. That's fine. Uh, so it goes. Who else? Uh, Weaver is probably Paul. I think Broodmother is John. And then uh, Nick's assassin is George Harrison. <laughs> okay. I think that's right. I think that's, that's the correct distribution of Beatles. Very cool. Um, I think I do the Jackson 5 and the Ooh. the Invoker Persona should be the small Michael Jackson. Okay. Because he fair. already ha- also has a pretty high voice. Uh, I don't actually know the rest of the Jackson 5. That's okay. Uh, Meepo. Wait, is the uh, is the abusive dad part of the Jackson 5? No, I believe he was their manager. Ah, okay. So he didn't sing with them. I don't think so. Okay. So it's inv- Kid Invoker and Meepo. Sure. These Jackson 5 songs. <laughs> uh, Dora Le Destorieux asks, what's the most gold you've accidentally found yourself holding onto before realizing you had it? Uh, mine actually was that jug game I mentioned earlier where I forgot to buy the shard. I actually had the money to buy the shard and I just didn't. That's the um, most? Like 1.4k? No, no, no. I had like 11k gold. Ah, okay. Like at the end of that game. Um, I was like, you know, we were we had like taken a big team fight and we're clearing out the buildings and um, I looked down and I saw like it had gone to the extra place uh, mm-hmm. in the gold thing and I was going to go buy people uh, the attack speed things instead of the shard of course Yeah. Uh, for me it was an alchemist game where I think I had like 2.5k gold but I was already 6 loaded so I was like okay I'll wait until I can buy like a moon shard or something and then we won a team fight and we took the entire base and then suddenly I had like 9k gold and I was like oh I guess nice <laughs> yeah I mean, that's how it goes with Alchemist, honestly. Yeah, like you just turn around and all of a sudden you have all the money. <laughs> uh, I think that brings us to the end of episode 320. Uh, do you have any shout-outs you want to make, Aaron? Uh, Shout-out to the one to, to Bayalock. Do you know why? All right. Bayalock, do you know what you did? We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye.